Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of All About Sports, the podcast. Uh, you guys are joined by a regular host. We have Rishabh, Aniket, Mazhar and myself, Shubham. But today's episode is very special. We are joined by an elite footballer, uh, of, uh, Zohib Khan. Uh, hi Zohib, thank you for joining us today. Oh, my pleasure bro. Now Zohib, like I said, is an elite footballer. He's played um, in the India Under-17 camp. He's played for Mumbai FC in the I-League. Mohammedan Sporting Club in the I-League. Bank of India in the elite division and a host of other clubs. So, here is a player who has been there, done that and is continuing to pursue and grow bigger in Indian football. And um, like I said, it's a pleasure to have you on board. Now, Zoeb, first thing I'd like to know from you is, obviously, you've been in football for such a long time. Was it always your passion to pursue football growing up or were you in different sports as well? Uh, no. So, uh, I was just a very average runner. And then I used to go for these athletic meets when school used to conduct. And then I realized, like, you know, just running is not really happening. Like, I should just try into some sports. So, I started playing basketball and it didn't work really well. So, I came into football. And more than anything, I started enjoying football. Like it, And then slowly, slowly with time, I realized that this is really my passion. And this is something what I really want to do in life. If I could make it as a career. You know, it's always amazing to have a hobby converting into a career. Of course. So yeah, so yeah. In school itself, I de- I realized that you know football is something that I really want to do all my life, or at least play all my life. So fun fact for all our viewers and listeners, uh, other than the fact that Zoeb is an amazing footballer, he was uh, he was and still is an amazing dancer also, and that's why I actually met Zoeb. Uh, so Zoeb, yeah. you mentioned that you were in school and you decided that you want to take up football. Uh, yes. But you know, when like in your early years when you're in school and especially given India, people are still hesitant to make football as a career, to get into sport, forget football, get into sports <clears throat> as a career. So when were you like completely clear in your head that this is what I want to do and this is how I'm going to pursue it? So I'll tell you what, sadly, a lot of schools, they don't have football. And what happened was I changed like some three, four schools, four schools, clearly. So uh, two of my schools didn't have football. So, what happened was when I was playing at the grassroots level, like when I was in the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, that St. Xavier's had football. And then I came to the school called Janki Devi. And they just had like one football period in the whole week. Okay, they would just give us a ball and then they would be like, go kick and have fun and just come (laughs) back. And then I came to, went to this another school, which was again St. Xavier's, which was in Road. It was another branch of St. Xavier's where I started playing football. So, then I again got to play football. And then I came to again uh, Andhiri. And then the other school where it was all, it, it was a hostel. So you didn't really have a lot of facilities there. And that didn't have football again. That just was a simple school that didn't have any other sport. Like if even if we had sport, it was like, you know, uh, holding a book and just playing cricket and stuff shit like that. So it wasn't really uh, a sports-oriented hostel or something like that. It, people were just sent to like study and then come out of it. So that's how it is. And when I was playing uh, in school, that time I didn't know that I wanted to play professionally. As I passed out and then I realized that, you know, there are these academies, Mahindra Academy, and then there's Mumbai FC Academy, and then there is, there were, there were like certain academies that time, which had under 15, under 16, under 17. And then I started just going and playing with them without joining them as a club professionally. I just started going and playing with them. And then with time, I realized that, you know, Mahindra under 17, the coach had asked me, hey, oh, would you like to play with us professionally? Like, you know, coming there and learning. There was no money involved, obviously, because you're like 17 and India was not that great at that time. 
in terms of infrastructure wise now it's become a little better but that time they didn't really have anything so what happened was then i got selected for mahindra under 17 and then i started playing with them as of they had this thing called player development program and they selected me for that and then that's when i realized that you know okay, okay let's take this as a hobby and as a profession where i can play at least part time because football was just like that time you don't have to go to the gym and you know uh, work on your injuries and recover from your injuries and you know a lot of other stuff because you're young and then you're like just you just want to play and you, that's all you the turn up and play you turn yeah, up and yeah, play yeah. So that's all yeah every every day in the afternoon like from from 3 o'clock to evening 5 and then just go ahead with your day normal school normal tuition normal college and stuff like that so, so yeah. you know, interestingly before I, i bring my co-host in and i'm sure they have a bunch of questions so you started playing for mahindra football academy in these different academies at, like when you were only 15 or 16 so as to say yes and then you yes, got a chance yes. to go to india under 17 camp so how yes. was that journey for you or can you tell us a little bit about how you got selected how was your experience in the uh, in the india under 17 camp and like that so, in that so what happened was uh, mahindra used to play this league called i league which is like the i league of under 17 players okay and then uh, the coach who was at that time diego kashyap and santosh kashyap or diego fernandez and santosh kashyap so farooq sir they were the co- they were the main coaches that time so sir farooq told me that you know uh, they have this camp and he obviously had his reference and he had his uh, contacts and he told me there's a camp happening if you go for the trial if you get selected they'll keep you in the camp and it was like an academy like they they look after your Uh, the studies and then you stay with them you stay with the with the academy itself which was in kolkata that time so yeah so i was there uh, with the academy and then uh, they had this they didn't have like an open trial but they were calling players who played for some club like they would ask where you played and and only then you would be like if you played for some amateur amateur club then they they wouldn't probably even want you to attend the trial if you've played for some club or you've represented something if you've played the local league the district league something like that then they would uh, appreciate you and then they would welcome you in the camp so so you've traveled a little bit right you've talked a little bit about you know oh, not a, not not a little journey. bit but a lot <laughs> a lot sorry not a lot traveled <laughs> a lot definitely <laughs> and underestimation no yeah. you you've been throughout you know to a lot of different areas in india so can you yeah. speak a little bit about how culture how culture is in terms of foot love for football as you've traveled across especially going to north east so, calcutta so i have about, to yeah yeah so i have to tell you this uh, when i was in uh, north east they huh. are mad about football like crazy about football the football like it's like how we celebrate cricket for them uh-huh. it's football cricket i i can actually say this cricket doesn't really exist over there and yeah. football is celebrated like if even if a small club wins like they have all kinds of advertisement all kind of marketing for football the, even for the smallest game you you'll see a crowd of like say 2500 3000 people coming to watch the match even for the smallest first division league and stuff like that in the if you play in the shillong premier league where i played there the stadium used to be full and people would come and cheer for you like honestly i like i've played for mumbai fc but after the match i would come out of the stadium or we, we would come out of the practice i've pl- played in uh i've played the elite division here i'm play i'm already playing bank of whatever so uh as in when you step out of the stadium people don't give a shit like they don't know you 
you're just an average person walking on the road like you're just like a normal man but in shillong if you step out of the stadium people look up to you like you're literally people will stare at you okay oh this guy's a player you know you that you get that celebrity feeling <laughs> someone yeah 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 so yeah that's how it is in northeast if you're a football player you're respected you're and the same thing is in kolkata kolkata like even for the smallest thing you you'll see yourself in, if you've scored a goal you'll see yourself in the newspaper the other day and if you've done something really amazing you'll get calls from the agents and stuff like that so kolkata and shillong i've been to uh, mumbai fc i've already played like i was in bombay i've been to shillong i've been to kashmir i've been to uh, kolkata and i've been to punjab for tournaments and stuff like that but shillong and uh, kolkata was something else like it's a it's a complete different scenario that side because they really don't care about cricket or any other sport all they care about and is I football suppose, and i suppose bombay is like mumbai is the least preferable in that sense right? yes yes totally because mumbai doesn't have professional clubs to be honest uh like maharashtra itself has only one club mumbai city fc which i'm sure you all all know about yeah. but uh, sadly they don't have a lot of bombay players only two or three players from bombay and then uh, they prefer players from other state and players who've already played in the higher division and stuff like that so bombay actually maharashtra for that matter is really struggling with football because they don't really have we don't really have clubs and even if we get a good club it's very difficult for them to find sponsors because nobody really wants to sponsor or invest into football so so we have two questions now so firstly now that you brought up mumbai we don't yeah. really have a football stadium here also so there is there is there is there's 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 only one stadium. yeah but exactly there's only one exactly. so that's the problem yeah. right yeah so and in a city is, like mumbai exactly my point so we we are lacking like we are we are years behind if you even if you compare it with goa or say calcutta is really way ahead of it like you can't even compare i'm telling you bombay is really behind mumbai is really struggling with in terms of football because a lot of players who i know uh they are very talented and they are young and they you know they want to choose football as a career but they can't because obviously at some point you have to you need a you need some kind of stability and bombay doesn't have football clubs like we just have mumbai city fc and i don't have anything against them but they don't prefer bombay players they don't really otherwise if you go to goa you'll see a lot of goan players in the goa fc if you go to uh atletico the the mohan bagan yeah it is it is now mohan bagan atk they prefer bengali players in their team because they get more fan base that way right if you see if you go for a mumbai city fc match i'm not kidding you'll find like two 200 people 300 people like that like you the fan following for mumbai city fc is like really low not that great in the stadium hey are you like us and trying to make your own podcast but aren't really sure where to get started well when we first began we didn't really know how to get our podcast out there to the hundreds of different podcast platforms that's where anchor comes in anchor is your one stop shop for all things podcasting from start to finish it allows you to record and edit your podcast and then when you're ready to publish distributes it to a ton of podcasting platforms including Spotify and Apple Podcasts once you've posted your episode anchor tracks listening across platforms and graphs your performance across countries age groups and platforms 
That's how we know that 4% of our listeners are in Hong Kong. If you're listening from Hong Kong right now, well, thank you. And Anchor is totally free. To get started, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Now back to the pod. Which brings me to my next question, Zoe. You mentioned you played in Shillong. Now, most of the, let's let's say like most of the people who represent India in football are from the Northeast. From Northeast, yeah. It. Yeah. It's so because they have a good Shillong, yeah. yeah, yeah. So was the Shillong League the league where you thought you saw the most talented players from our country playing in? I wouldn't call it really talented, but they were the fast the fastest players I've seen in India were from Shillong because they are very fit because it's a high altitude area and they focus and it's a hilly area. So for them, it's in their blood, like running and all these things, all these things, it's all in their blood. Like even if you see the you see a 49 year old man, he'll be fit. Like he won't be like how our Mumbai people are, like you know, the normal pawns and little bit, they, they'll be very fit, even a 49 year old. But uh, having said that, uh, they have a great infrastructure in terms of football. They have uh, all sorts of division, like from first, second, and then they have the super division and they have the elite division. All these divisions are very well organized. So, so Zoe, one thing that you mentioned, which is very interesting about the infrastructure, how Mumbai severely lacks infrastructure and it lacks infrastructure. There are a lot of uh, uh, there aren't too many Maharashtrian or Mumbai players getting to the Mumbai FC because that it also leads to a low fan following as compared to Northeast, where there is yes. good infrastructure, grassroots levels, all of that. But then one yes, thing you yes. also mentioned in terms of how football players are respected uh, in the Northeast as compared to Mumbai and also like how there is uh, financially it's better off for them in the Northeast as compared to Mumbai. Can you like yes. expand a little bit more on this? Like what are the major differences you saw out there in, in both the uh, cities? So, what you can really say is, uh, in terms of infrastructure and in terms of league organization, in terms of uh, professional clubs. So, I'll tell you, in Bombay, if you really look at the elite division, the professional clubs that practice every single day from Monday to Friday and weekends off, because generally weekends are the matches, either Saturday or Sunday will be your match. So, what happens is... uh, in Bombay, the professional teams practice only... Th- most of the professional teams practice... Practice means the elite division teams. Practice only thrice a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So, suppose if you've gone for a... If you have practice on Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday. So, suppose you've missed a practice on Saturday. So, then you have a long gap in Shillong. In Kol- if you're playing in the elite division, the top division of the state or the city... They have practice Monday to Friday, every single day, every morning from Monday to Friday. And they'll probably keep like gym sessions or extra fitness session or tactical sessions and stuff like that. So this in Bombay doesn't have all of this. Bombay just have like one or two clubs which are practicing. These are the teams that practice every day. So there's, there's this team called Air India and there's another team called ONGC. Both are government teams. They can shut anytime. They can shut anytime. They, they, if you go and ask the coach also, uh, okay, is the team forming this year? They would be like, you're not too sure about it. We are not uh, We are not too sure about if the team is going to happen or not. Every year, every year, if you ask the coach, when are the trials or something like that? So, like, we never know. Because Air India, you know, is going in debt. Like, they, they are going in their losses. So, no, they, even they don't want to, like, you know, put in money into their 
because it's a government team so why would anyone want to anyway come which, for the which which kind of brings me to my question so with cricket we seen famously there are a lot of psus which uh, psu their teams railways teams or yes yes, uh, yes. state teams and and psus really are a way for people to maintain um, well a career in cricket and have some stable income so you do you think that's a possibility in football or is it like so what happens is something is, which is uh, what happens is to get into a government team especially railways you need to represent the state now maharashtra and bombay itself is you know the, we know our, you know our population is like massive okay you can't just like get 18 players out of which uh four players have to be under 21 or under 20 sorry my bad under 20 four players have to be under 20 in the state team so obviously if they, even if they get selected for the state team they're not going to go and choose a job they'll probably try for a professional club okay and the other players 16 players they are already from the state teams so it's very difficult to break into the government jobs or to get into a government team because uh, you can't play for a government team just like that you need to they'll give, they'll provide you a job they'll give all that stay st- uh, that way stability and uh, assurity is there because they're giving you a government job in terms of but the problem if you is, get into that 20 yeah also suppose suppose you get into a government team okay now someone like malu suppose okay who comes from a decent background and he's a nice guy and he's he has he has something in his mind or he's he's done his graduation and he's studied abroad and stuff like that i don't know i'm just saying uh you think he would want to be a ticket collector no like if a professional player who has who's coming from a good background he wouldn't want to be a ticket collector or just stand and you know hold the file there so these jobs are not really proper jobs they're just giving you salary like salary is also very not not that great i can tell you this for a fact like you will never reach a lakh very easily and a lakh for today's world is nothing in terms of if you're running a house okay so after years of hard work you will reach to that level where you'll you'll be like okay i'm at least do, doing decent in life otherwise you'll be struggling all your life and you'll be work, doing a government job you have that assurance that you have a government job but the you won't be satisfied with yourself because you're not really doing anything that great and you're not playing professionally yeah, so, you're just playing so the, the state league so correct so even though it uh, just about uh, helps you stay uh, with your beloved sport you know that you're not progressing in a sport or your job so to speak yeah and yeah, yeah. Uh, the pay isn't is nowhere close to what you would Expect, want expect yeah, exactly what is, what, what, what is required forget forget the expectation yeah if you if you want to provide for say four people it's, it's not uh, i mean it's not that great not enough you yeah. know this especially reminds- not in a like bombay especially yeah. not in a city like mumbai it's very very difficult for and sure. sadly i'll tell you all these state teams na, maharashtra has this quota like uh, they need you need to have two players from nagpur two players from mm-hmm. kolhapur So can you imagine, like from from Bombay, only six or seven players get to play, out of which uh, two, one or two will be from railways or something like that. So you understand how messed up so, it is. So there is no, there is no factoring in for how much population stays in exactly, this part of exactly, the state. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And even this reminds me, Zoe, how you had mentioned that um, a lot of players, even they want to play professionally, but they have they end up doing a lot of odd jobs. 
and the level of yeah, respect man. sadly so you think with, uh, with isl uh, coming yeah. in uh, there's a little bit more money and perhaps players are getting a little bit better exposure or, or even they are able to support themselves financially only with isl only in the isl and that too see uh, any club that gives you a contract uh, they they see if you're if you're young and if you're really talented then only you get you you'll be lucky enough to get a two year contract three year contract otherwise if you're like you know they they check your background what about your injuries and stuff like that all this is done very professionally and so it all depends and isl also has 10 clubs can you imagine like india has only 10 clubs and uh, earlier there was there was i league so i league has now become the second tier of indian football and isl has become the uh, mainly for uh, in india what happens is uh, you one year you get into isl you're treated like a star like you you've been given facilities you've been given everything you don't perform you don't uh, you don't you don't stand up to the mark what happens is next year you don't get the contract renewal or there's some problem then you'll have to start from i league again or you'll have to play i league 2 if you are if you cross 25 then you'll have to start all over again you have to come down perform only if you get playing time if you don't have injuries only then you'll be no, able to again reach out to isl and then so so it's very you, difficult in terms of players that you played with or, or you as well is there a thought process of opportunities outside of india as well thinking about that is there any are there any people looking to bring in indian players to you know i mean ideally no, or no, even no. like teams in the middle east I've been to Middle East. I've lived in Qatar for like eight months. I've lived in I've lived in Qatar like, and I was playing like a smaller division uh, uh, football over there. Like it was the states uh, states uh, super division, like the states lower division, not the country's lower division, but the states lower division. Yeah, yeah. So so for them, it's in their mindset that you know what, Indians cannot play football. is that way even I, even I, a lot of people uh, when i was playing there they didn't expect me to be decent enough so what they told me was if anybody asked you uh, where like where you're from just tell them you're from iran or some some middle east country where you look <laughs> and tell them because they probably wouldn't be able to digest that i'm from india and they would want that they wouldn't want to get that out of their head that you know some indians coming and playing so well and he's amongst us and stuff like that uh, a lot of a lot of times when i told them that i'm from india They didn't believe me. They're like, "No, you're from some other country." They, they, a lot of people thought I'm from uh, Iran. A lot of people thought I'm from Thailand. A lot of people thought I'm from Bhutan. Yeah, but uh, definitely not an Indian because I'm talking about Middle East. And even in terms of uh, other European countries, so you cannot even touch because even our captain Sunil Chetri is gone to Portugal. And if you see his interviews, he'll tell you how far we are from that standard. Uh, so. No, yeah, no Indians. So many Indians you see going, go, going to Spain and going to uh, other uh, American, can uh, Canadian uh, clubs, and then they don't perform, and then they come back. They just somehow use that. Their agents go. Actually, they're not even like going. Their agents try really hard, and then they see the videos, and then they see they, even after seeing the videos, they call them for a trial. So that's really sad. Like you know, they have a set mindset that you know, India is not yet there. So you know, Zoe, you mentioned Zoe uh, Neil Chetri. So what will it take for India to produce a Baichun Bhutia or Neil Chetri on a consistent basis? Why is it like they come in like one one? They need ten? to play. 
yeah so what happens is uh, like they need to get more playing time yeah like see i'll tell you since the isl has come everyone thinks isl is doing great it is doing uh, it is actually doing quite well but the thing is uh, isl is more like a platform for the foreigners it is a platform for the indians as well and for the youngsters but what happens is you very rarely you see a an indian striker or a, or an indian uh, center mid or something like that very few clubs will have that trust otherwise uh, it's very difficult and also see i'll tell you sunil chetri has been there for so many years it's also because of that mindset not everyone's that strong mentally he's gone to kansas city and he's gone to uh, sporting lisbon and he's performed all over there and then even after performing there he was in the sporting lisbon b team even in kansas city after performing he he would come as a sub in the last 15 minutes 10 minutes so he has great experience they've got a lot of more playing time until unless indian players start playing as a striker even in the i league if you see even in the i league the the foreigner will be the limelight playing as a striker playing as a midfielder playing as a main defender very few clubs will have that trust and then what happens if the player gets injured then he has to like start all over again start from right back or it's very different yeah like it's completely for squad squad filling roles are yes 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 for well us and the limelight is kind of on the foreigners the club to bring in a a foreign player to yeah push the team ahead so i'll tell so you what was your i league experience like your personal i league experience unfortunately i didn't get to play a lot of matches uh, when i was playing in uh, mumbai and lone star kashmir uh, mumbai fc and i never got to like mumbai fc i was nowhere i was just there in the bombay division team the the, the mdfa team but when i was playing in uh, mohammedan sporting and i was playing in kashmir that time i got very little of that experience but i've learned a lot in that little bit whatever i've played uh, a lot of times i had to play out of position because i just wanted to be there in the starting lineup so they gave me a chance in the one game they start so i'll tell you there is a funny incident when i was in uh, lone star first of all lone star kashmir obviously we all know is really cold like it's minus the temperatures in minus so any player can get injured any time so you have you might have to fill in for anyone any time and since uh, when i was in india academy the coach all the coaches and all they definitely have their favorites so they prefer to have someone playing in a particular role so that for that for that position you have to forget that you will ever get into that like you'll ever get to play as a center defensive midfielder or center attacking midfielder you'll have to try somewhere else where you see okay this this guy is you know limping and let's fill in for him and you know let's perform or something like that like i used to literally pray that some day if some right back gets injured or because right back is the safest position for me because i'm a right foot a player and i'm good with i i used to be very 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 good with my fitness so i thought right back if if not midfield i'll just switch to right back so i'll play right back so i would always hope for care you know what this guy doesn't perform or something and i get to play. like my coach gives me a chance to perform so uh, i got to learn a lot in the i league to play in different positions in terms of even in the academy india indian football india academy under 17 academy also i learned to play physically and rough because when you're playing with your friends and you're playing with the local it's very nice and you know the, the tackles also like even if you hurt someone uh, unintentionally it becomes a oh why are you doing this bro take it easy what is wrong with you bro and like you know that that whole the or like this the the place changes completely and when you're playing professionally you literally have to be so physically and mentally strong that if this guy receives the ball and turns i'm dead so you better go there and like hit him hit him hard no. even if even if you like 
even if you can clear the ball no you have to go really hard on the tackle and make sure that the second time he's receiving the ball you don't have to let him turn or maybe he's he has that fear okay, okay this guy is going to come and like hit me so that that's that's what i learned in the i league my my playing in the second division i league experiences that you know i've, I've i got to i got to learn to play uh, physically hard so Zoe, that's one thing i learned the transition yeah, I, I from was... friendly football to like more professional football is going to get like right <laughs> it's very different like you right now and and you are absolutely right like the number of times you played football and someone scripted about a foul is uh, too many so you, too many suppose to you, you 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 i'm sure you already know about all these turfs that are in bombay the five side seven side turfs so if you see a lot of players uh, this is how the scenario is like you know they book from 6 to 7 they come by 6:15 those 15 minutes are gone so you start by like 6:15 and then you have 45 minutes to play and then that also someone scraping about the injury someone scraping about the ball or the uh, you know the the team is being unfair and stuff like that so those 45 minutes also you haven't really played and 15 minutes the players were late they'll come and they like, what's up bro let's smoke stuff so when you're playing recreationally like it's a complete whereas if you're going for a professional i league or a state elite division game you have to be there like one hour before to see the ground visualize the coach tells you the team then he tells you what to do what not to do which player you have to be aware of and some if there's some really speedy fellow you have to make sure you have given him enough distance and so all these things have to be done i this all this mentality is like no nowhere close to when you're playing a five side seven side playing with your friend and since the lockdown i've been only playing five side seven side with my friend that's that's absolutely great zoeb but uh, now since we are uh, uh, running out of time i know rishab had some fun questions for you so rishab can oh. you can you go ahead with it so we just want to talk a little bit about your inspiration when you were growing up from an indian perspective from indian players who was your like a player that you've looked up to you wanted to emulate so i'll tell you this uh, sadly my inspiration is already retired but this is a very sad uh, i'm sorry like i'm just stretching this a bit but i really wanted this to come up go for it uh, the thing is uh, we don't know the indian players like if i tell you my mehtab hosain my inspiration like i had goosebumps when i saw him play i i had only seen him on tv play and that to that time there was z sports and they would telecast i league only if there was no other event happening so they would put i league otherwise like the the broadcasting rights were such that you know uh, if there was and then there was sony so uh 10 sports if you remember earlier yeah so they used to telecast the i league matches on that and then isl came in the star collaboration happened and all that but uh, like even now so many indian players you must be not even knowing of so there was this player called mehtab hosain and uh, he, he was my inspiration for mohan bagan and east bengal both right yes yes he yes for mohan bagan right. and he... yeah and yeah. i'm really glad that you know him uh, so he played for east bengal he played for mohan bagan he played for kerala blasters in his last years of league he played for jamshedpur in the isl so i used to watch him every time and he was an amazing he was an amazing player like i can vouch for it, like had he gotten uh, proper guide, guidance proper uh, he would play in the spanish leagues and stuff like that he actually went for a trial in a spanish first division but he didn't get through sadly but he was an amazing player he was my inspiration like who later became a mentor for me like because i started playing professionally too and then it was his late days when he was about to retire and that's when i started you know so yeah he was something that who i really look up to into indian football 
obviously that was sunil chhetri um was really really amazing as a player and as a person as well and uh, he's the only player i think who's celebrated and who's who people know in indian football as of now okay if you talk about other players only the people who really watch indian football uh, would know of would or they must have heard of i'm really shocked that how does uh, uh mazhar know about mehta bhai like you know it's a very i watch I, i used to watch i league as well and i follow yeah. isl so and i'll tell you uh-huh. one strange thing about indian football that like what you see on tv is completely different on what you see on the field so if yeah, you haven't sure. witnessed them yeah because i'll tell you when when you're watching i league you you're actually wondering too, why are they just hitting the ball why are they just clearing the ball why are, but if you go there they they all, all all the passes that they're doing they all make sense and you'll realize the intensity of the game once you're on the field or yeah in the stadium so another one i wanted to ask you is so in your journey who was your biggest like a big coach who brought out the best in you someone who really like really believed in you well uh starting out with mumbai fc there was this coach called santosh kashyap who chose me in the team and then later on i was under arshad sir they definitely like really tried to uh, train me in terms of the the professional aspect of the game uh, everything related to the game but my favorite coach was the one who was in uh, shillong his name was coach darlong and he was the co- uh, he was the coach of the team called north east united assistant he was a the, the coach he was a part of the coaching team that time in north east united team uh, the year earlier when i played under him uh, when i started playing for him he made me realize the importance of fitness in football he said you know everyone can pass the ball and everyone can you know shoot but not every player can run throughout the 90 minutes like if i get a player who's played at college level you'll see a lot of us in this podcast itself i'm sure if you all play football some of us will have like good shooting skill good passing skill good long ball skill but physical fitness is something that you develop with time and you have to keep maintaining that that discipline so he made me realize how importance how important it is to have discipline in terms of uh, the game like you need to be uh, below 14% fat percentage within your body you need to be willing to uh, play at least 120 minutes not just 90 minutes you should be willing to play 120 minutes because that 120 minutes ka pressure you have to put in the 90 minutes so that way so he was one coach who really changed my thought process who who helped me uh, play in my position where i always loved playing as a center midfielder so he really believed in me and that when i was in shillong i was the fittest i was the i was on the peak of my game and then uh, unfortunately i got injuries i got i met with an accident and then things changed for me and then i started like you know playing pro, uh, football uh, uh, at a semi pro level and not stop going for professional clubs and stuff like that because also they don't give you a lot of assurity they don't give you like career satisfaction so i uh, that way i would say coach dharlong was one coach who really really helped me a lot you know yeah, one thing i'd like to know from you zoeb so like when you were in shillong uh can you like let our viewers or listeners know what was your training schedule like like what was expected out of an elite player to train and take care of themselves so what did they do so uh, every morning monday to saturday okay we had saturday also was a working day because people love football over there okay so if you if you tell them we are we are training on sunday also they would happily come okay no one would sulk they'll be like oh definitely like people just so we had a squad of 30 players or 28 players sorry uh 
in my team where I played, they promoted only the local talents, and I was the only player. Me and there was another guy. We were the only two players from the different state. The rest all were local. Okay, and our practice would start at six thirty a.m. in the morning. It would end by eight, one and a half hour of training. Okay, then in the evening we would have um, extra fitness session, or a gym session, or a tactical session, something like that. In the evening around four o'clock to five thirty. Again, another one and a half hour, where they would tell you uh, because football, a lot of people who don't play professionally. Uh, think football is just like on the field, but uh, how you even have to train your mind, and you know, a lot of times you have to visualize the game. If you're playing a game on Saturday, you have to start visualizing that you're performing better. You have to move in that position. You have to have certain movements. You have to understand the the team you're playing against. You have to understand their strategy, their their strength, their weakness, and stuff like that. So we had morning six thirty to eight every single day, and six thirty means six thirty. You cannot be late. Uh, reporting time would be six fifteen. To the uh, report fifteen minutes early. Get up. Get up means we are generally in our shorts and jersey. We just have to wear studs and whatever if you have to tape or something. And then we start by six thirty sharp every single day. And as the practice finishes, we would go in our respective accommodation. Local players would go into their uh, places, and then the evening would again meet, and we would have like a tactical session, fitness session, and stuff like that in Shillong. No, that that's a great point. Because actually, when you're growing up, thinking of football, you're like, "Ha, yeah, the, this is an amazing thing. You just go and play football and study." But obviously, there's way, way, way more that you, that goes into it that we finally now see. And Joe, I want to ask you. So, you know, obviously, I'm I'm sure it's it's an amazing thing to be able, you know, when you're out on the field playing. But what are the the toughest parts of the job? The things that 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 were really in, tough. Yeah. In football, sadly, uh, in Indian football, because I'm talking about Indian football right now. uh we have to struggle a lot with everything every damn thing we have to struggle a lot with um i haven't played in the isl i haven't really got much of playing time in the i league or in the senior i league so uh from whatever i saw from whatever i realized we struggle a lo- lot with recovery okay we struggle a lot because if you played 90 minutes you, the other day Only ISL is now got this professional environment, and they've got a maxio, and they've got stuff like that. But a lot of state professional teams and the district professional teams and the other teams, even the I League two division teams, uh, they don't have a team maxio. They don't have a proper sports nutritionist. They like I'll tell you this experience of mine. I was playing in the state team, uh, state professional team, and. Uh, I need. I had to recover because the guy who was playing against me was very, very, very speedy. And uh, as I mentioned, I, I used to be a center half. So uh, when I was playing right back, the guy who was playing left wing with me, uh, opposite me, he was very quick, and he like he could. He didn't give me a chance to breathe. And then I started making errors in the game. And then during the half time, we obviously don't have a nutritionist. We don't have a. a all you have is a physiotherapist and a coach. And physiotherapy is also like it's provided by the, the 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 league organizers. Not you don't have a personal. Uh, so I was struggling to recover. And can you imagine to like when I asked them, "Kya ho gaya?" I'm really struggling to recover. So they gave me, uh, you know, Farsan Chuda. He they, he gave me <laughs> he gave me Farsan Chuda, and he said, "Khale khale, kuch kuch, achcha taka taka taka." And I was wondering, "Dude, I'm struggling to recover this." 
guy is like ruining my happiness he's making me run left right and center and you're giving me some farsan chura or something like that and how am i going to perform like how am i going to go and he said nobody, me, nothing nothing nobody so, ever is farsan to recover from anything know, anything exactly <laughs> and he's telling me because that's all he had my coach he that's all he had in his bag that i'm sure he must have bought from some railway station some some chakli chura <laughs> खाल I'm into Olympic lifting and I look after a gym and stuff like that. But people, see, suppose uh, even when I was in Shamak, Malu should know this. Like uh, Shamak used to be a only evening thing for me. Like you know, I would go at four o'clock to take some dance classes and because dancing was also one of my hobbies. And I would just go there to make money. To be honest, I was in Shamak. I started it off as a passion, dancing as a passion, and then because Shamak is such a great guy, and then. he gave me so much to uh, you know make from it as like so i would be going and just my whole idea was to just make money along with playing football so and not everyone's fortunate enough to make that money uh, part time you know a lot of jobs they require your time so financially also you'll struggle physically also you'll struggle mentally also and god forbid if you got an injury because the clubs only in the isl or maybe some i league clubs they reimburse but if you're playing some other i league clubs and you're playing in the state professional team or some or some team you are not at all reimbursed also for the if you got an injury and you never know for how long you are going to be out and physiotherapy and recovery and all these things are very expensive to, to even even to go to a nutritionist and get a proper uh, diet and uh, idea for how to recover faster it's all even to get an opinion is very expensive so you struggle with everything bro when uh, financially physically mentally and even there's no stability in terms of uh, career wise a lot of players they live from year to year so today they are playing in kolkata they know it for a fact in 5 months they will be in some different state playing for some other club So such is life. For so, so how does contracting work for you? And does that vary by different league? Is the contracting based on match? Is it based on an annual? Is it? Is there anything like even more? In, more in ISL, in ISL, if you're young, you get like a three-year contract or a two-year contract. In I League, you get uh, contract sometimes on monthly basis also. Some clubs they provide you contract on for five months there because they know the league is going to be I League is going to be three months, four months. and the preseason will start like one month before the season starts they're going to pay you like for four five months or stuff like that the so four they, five months so they pay you intentionally deep. intentionally contract yeah. you only for the month yeah. of like preseason and during the season yes it's a business i'm really sorry and, to say but yeah it's a business and also because india doesn't really have a good uh, sponsorship uh, deal or a, or a good collaboration with any other professional uh, Club abroad or something like that. We don't have it in the I League or most of the leagues of the with most of the teams. Uh, what happens is uh, 
they also can't help it because in the end they are paying from their pocket the clubs are paying paying from their pocket so you can't really do much about it in the clubs in uh, bombay they pay uh, professional clubs in bombay that play in the elite division they play some teams play pay match to match and it's if i tell you how much they pay it's like it's not even like worth stepping on the field it's always a, a, it's, it's you rather go and play for your uh, passion rather than just you know getting some money out of it but for, even to play in the elite division you need to uh, travel for the tra- you need to travel to the training ground and you need to travel to from one side of the city to the other so i'll tell you most of the training grounds actually uh, 80% of the training grounds are in uh, church gate and most players they stay in virar vasai andheri bandra so they have to travel all the way to the other side of the ground and you know so imagine traveling all the way there you are spending money on traveling and then if you travel there after training you'll obviously need some kind of refreshment or some something to recover and if you need more follow up for not farsan which is not farsan <laughs> for the love of god it is not farsan please please let everyone know no 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 athlete is eating farsan mid game pre game post game i you know what? I, this is the whole progress. idea was for it's him made, to the whole angrier. idea was for the coach was just eat something so he had farsan so he gave me farsan he like he's telling me and and he that coach poor guy he didn't he didn't know really a lot it's about not techni- uh, you know he is not even his fault like i mean exactly no one should have been like that <laughs> no i'm oh, telling god. you in in one of the in one of the matches uh, when uh, we were playing in bombay before the match that the, the team had organized some kind of refreshment and they were giving they, before the match they were giving us one banana a vada pav and chai so i was actually wondering ye kha ke khelna hai ki matlab letna hai exactly <laughs> so if this actually reminds me of one school incident so we played we played some international school in basketball and we beat them so after we won as a treat our coach gave us fruity bought us fruity and and the team which lost was this international school right so they are germans and all of these guys playing and they were giving gatorade we were like oh it's okay you lost and they all got gatorade bottles and we are just standing there looking at them and we were like we just beat you by 35 points and here we are sipping on fruity and you are getting gatorade you and want- a towel with your initials and all I was like man that's that's when it really hit me that which that's school the... were you in if i may ask which school were you in yeah i was in saint mary's ics okay so i'll tell you this very funny incident if uh, there's this team in bombay okay obviously can't name it but uh, they they hired a bus that was traveling to goa for a second division i league match that team in bombay uh, five years ago used to play the second division i league now it's shut the team uh, uh, they're not playing in the i league anymore but uh, they were playing in the second division i league and they hired a bus uh, from bombay to goa and they were playing in goa the match so what happened was uh, sunday afternoon was the match and they left from your uh, saturday morning so they reached sunday afternoon and they didn't even have like a hotel or anything to stay so they went directly to the stadium and the coach told them sleep for one for an hour ki so ja tum log abhi ek ghanta rest karo thoda recover karo aur fir hum log khelega 
and my friends who are and you won't believe they got one banana <laughs> something as good as a vada pav <laughs> and something that sort and this is a second division i league match they lost the match and they returned the same day oh god they didn't even say and uh, they were fruity playing against good now so uh, uh, yeah. fruity feels good now and then uh, after the match when they got back uh, it's like a home and away thing right so in football obviously you know a home and away thing so when they were playing in bombay the matches were happening in this uh, stadium called all saints which was in bhiwandi you know how far bhiwandi is right from here so uh, they were training at uh, ksa ground the karnataka south association ground which is in churchgate near the station so they were training there and then uh, when the match was supposed to be on uh, sunday again uh, 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 it was a sunday so they played uh, dempo sports club which is one of the highest reputed clubs in, in india so they were playing against dempo at all saints bhiwandi so just uh, they never got to practice at all saints or anything they just straight away went for the match so they obviously they lost badly against this uh, big club and what happened was uh, a friend of mine he knew a lot of players from dempo so he asked them ke tum log kab aaye bombay हम लोग तो एक हफ्ता से बॉम्बे में ही है हम लोग इधर ही रह रहे हैं इधर भिवंडी में भिवंडी हम लोग इधर प्रैक्टिस में प्रैक्टिस कर रहे हैं यहाँ पर हम लोग एक हफ्ते से तो ये लाइक तुम लोग जा कब रहे हैं कल थोड़ा कल भी है प्रैक्टिस यहाँ पर रिकवरी और फिर हम लोग कल रात को जा रहे हैं सो कैन यू इमेजिनो लाइक अ होम टीम नॉट प्लेंग एट दिन स्टेडियम दिट टीम दी टीम दैट कम्स प्ले इन द होम टीम स्टेडियम So, yeah also oh. i'd like to bring something to your notice i don't know if you guys have heard of uh, since we're talking about indian football uh, we've only been talking uh, what it is okay so uh, in ba- this i recently re- discovered barcelona academy and all the other spanish academies okay if your child is 6 they don't take you in the academy at the grassroots level huh? where you pay and let your kid learn Even on that level, they don't take your child. If your child is six, if he's four and a half only, then they'll take him, because that's the grassroots level for a for a professional football academy. And in India, if even if you're twenty five, they'll tell you you're giving us money. Yes, come join us. That's how it is. So that's why we are stuck. We are stuck with like the thought process. Politics. Oh uh, yeah, politics. Uh, a lot of other stuff. Yeah, like. there's no awareness i would say like you know this i discovered some time back that you know even if you're sick they don't take you one and a half year old late no you need to be for for that mentality to start learning from that's why you see all these uh, young players talented players you see these videos on instagram and facebook like they are, yeah. you see of these young kids they are damn good it's because they started off at a very young age and they're tactically and technically very strong So, so that, that that brings a good point, and we were kind of discussing this, right? How to grow football culture in in India as a whole, right? Because, like you said, you know, it's huge in Goa, it's huge in Kerala, it's huge in the northeast. So, what can other cities like Bang, maybe like Mumbai, Bangalore, it's growing. But what you know needs to be done to foster that spirit and that culture, so that so from a young age I'll people can you, start. Yeah. So I'll tell you, 
now it's growing with time because what has happened is uh, uh, they've started organizing a lot of under 15 under under 17 leagues under 19 leagues in the state itself so from last year whatever i have seen i felt like okay it's growing in 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 bombay itself like there are a lot of clubs coming in but the only thing is uh you tell me how many kids from cathedral or from how many kids from uh dirubambani or how many kids from jamna bai all you you see these high funda schools like you know how many kids their parents would allow their kids to put their time into football okay he's playing very well in the under 17 under 19 he's a very good player the coach tells the parents okay he's a very good player you should let him play okay how max how much is he going to earn how much, what is he going to make out of it and then he even if he like i have seen players who come from a very educated and a well do, good doing background from the family good families and stuff like that but what happens is they're playing they've traveled good they've gone to salgaonkar they've gone to dempo they played in the different league then what happens is okay they have to get married at some point of life at some point of time in life and then they will have to run a family then what will happen they i'll tell you tops a state league level player a state level professional i league player uh, state level i uh, state level player he doesn't earn more than 20k 25k i'm giving you a rough it thoda aage piche but that's how it is in bombay what do i tell you it's not even above 10k players get 8 7 like that in the top league of the state or in, or in the city huh? in bombay so only in bombay one or two teams cover your travel yeah. Pretty, nothing, uh, nothing, nothing. A, a lot but... of players they put in money, and even you won't believe. Like I know players, uh, really talented players. Uh, they end up putting in so much money. They end up borrowing money, in fact, to travel and to help them get physiotherapy sessions and stuff like that. And then in the end, what happens is that they they end up going to join call center because they have to clear the debt, and then they have to end up playing. Other things like that. Other jobs. You don't. You, they don't survive. Really seeing a light at light at the end of the tunnel, right? You do these things. You do. You do so much. You are. You're basically taking on debt to progress in your footballing career, but it's leading to not yeah. as much, right? So then you you drop out midway. You cut your losses at some point. And yes. That's what you're and most to. of the most of the professional uh, teams that pay are the banks. Like uh, pay means what? Five k, seven k, ten k, like that. uh other banks they the union bank of india as a team the dena bank which is now bank of baroda as a team bank of india as a team uh so many so many so many uh, so many government banks they have a team then railways obviously you can't just go and play for them you need to they, you need to be selected to get into the job recruitment uh criteria and then they let you play for them so it's like that a lot of times you play for them and then you don't even get paid this is all over india even in the i league you'll see so many uh, problems happening with players because they don't get paid the clubs tell you we'll give you a lump sum amount in the end it's on the contract and then in the end it's doomed like they say okay we, we are doomed like we don't have money what are you going to do about it you obviously which football player would want to go to a court and you know all these all these hassle they require a lot of time nobody wants to get into that no sportsman would want to waste his time there because all these things and again it's a long janjat so then players end up giving it away okay aaya to aaya nahi to then let's see 
No, absolutely. So everything that you mentioned uh, for all our viewers and listeners, it's quite eye-opening. It's been eye-opening for us also. We got a lot of information from you. Uh, thank you so much for discussing your career with us, discussing your passion for the game and how whatever oh. you've achieved in the game and all the difficulties you faced and where Indian football stands today. Uh, thank you so much for your time for discussing all of this with us. It was a pleasure oh, having you, you so on uh, our podcast. My pleasure. And for all our viewers and listeners, uh, Zoeb is an amazing strength uh, uh, coach, uh, strength and conditioning uh, coach and trainer. So um, we will put down his links in our description. You guys can go and check him out and uh, follow our page. Uh, for, um, like our uh, previous content, uh, the, the description will be there below. Uh, thank you for tuning in and we shall see you guys next week again. Bye. Thank you, guys. Thank Great. you so much. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.